Hey, Flow means it's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast, and it's time for another edition of Gabe's Corner. Now, I don't claim to know everything, but I do know a thing or two. And with my over 20 years as a window cleaner, I like to pass those things on to you. Now, what we're going to talk about today is the importance of staying calm, especially as a business owner. And, uh, you know, being calm is something that maybe doesn't come natural to all of us. Uh, we may be kind of uh, what we call high strung, right? We might be someone who's an A-type personality, got to kind of go, go, go all the time. But uh, being calm is an important skill that can really help you as a business owner. Now, first, let's identify what I don't mean by staying calm. So I'm not referring to uh, feelings of panic that may come due to like an anxiety disorder, right? Um, some, having a panic attack or uh, undue stress that may come. Uh, those are things that are, are something that's medical. Uh, you may need to talk with a psychiatrist or with a counselor to help you with those types of things. So I'm not talking about anything that might be uh, medically or physically induced, okay? Uh, also, I'm not, when I say calm, I'm not talking like, like Zen, right? I'm not talking like I don't feel any stress. Stress is a natural part of owning the business. That's, that's part of being a business owner, right? You're going to have, there's going to be pressure on you. You're going to have to make decisions sometimes on the fly, sometimes without all the information. Uh, you're going to have to do things that maybe you're not fully uh, skilled at, or maybe you're uncomfortable with. All of that is going to produce stress. And so we don't want to make it seem like we're telling you, oh, you need to have uh, everything's like perfectly at even keel and never feel any stress. That's not what we're referring to. So what we're talking about is a calmness that helps you to make straight and logical decisions. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our everyday life, the pressures of family, the pressures of business, and, and many other things that may happen that we can lose our calm. And that can have very negative effects in our business. Uh, for instance, let's talk about some of those effects. Number one, you could be pressured into making bad decisions. Um, you know, sometimes when we feel like our back is up against the wall, maybe it's something like, oh, we don't have money to make payroll this week. Uh, maybe you had a bunch of cancellations due to the weather and now you're not gonna have the income that you thought. Uh, maybe you, you're hoping to you know, land this big account and it fell through. I mean, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Uh, but when we feel calm, we can deal with those situations as they come and make log logical decisions about those decisions. Now, again, like I said, when we are under pressure, we may make things that we regret. And actually, we may make decisions that perpetuate that feeling of being in a continuous, continuous anxious and stressful situation. Just as an example, um, there's a friendly competitor of mine. And whenever he got like the phone stopped ringing and he, he would start to panic and he would start calling his customers and say, hey, I've got a one-time special for you. If you pay for two window cleanings, I'm going to give you two window cleanings free. And, and right, I mean, what customer wouldn't you jump at that opportunity? So that he would, he would get an immediate influx of money but what's the problem? Well, when it came time to do these, those other two window cleanings that he's not getting paid for, well, now he's taking up his time and he's not getting any money. So that creates the next crisis because he's not having any income coming in. So what does he do? Well, then it starts to cycle over again. He calls more other customers, offers the same deal, right? And now you can see the problem with that. So we want to avoid 
um, being in a situation where our emotions get the best of us and we're making decisions that end up hurting our business in the long run. Another side effect of, of having of not being calm is that it makes it very hard for us to see the solution. Sometimes that solution to our problems is right there. It's right, it, it maybe not necessarily in front of our face, but it's like right here. And so we sometimes if we just have to sit down and think about it, uh, we can find it and we can see what that solution is. When we're not calm, when we're panicked, when we're anxious, when we have a lot of stress, our mind is just swimming, right? There's just so many things happening. It's really hard to, to get the focus that we need to see the solution. Or we may come across the solution and then just quickly go on to something else because our mind is, is filtering through so many different uh, scenarios that's going on. So not being calm can make it more difficult for us to see the solution, thus perpetuating again the, the, the feeling of stress and anxiety for and, and prolonging it longer than it probably needs to be. The third thing that it can have is it may cause us to give up too early. So a lot of times business owners will shutter their business before they actually have a chance to work things out. You know, sometimes uh, uh, we can see people just kind of give up. They're just done. They're done with the stress. They're done with the anxiety. I get that, right? But sometimes if we just wait a little bit longer, the answer comes. Sometimes the answer comes from out of the sky, so to speak. You know, I, we had one situation in our, in our business uh, experience where um, we were getting to where we just had no money coming in. And it was like, you know, well, what are we going to do? It was our summer. It was our slow season already. And we we're just just not having any calls. And, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get a call. It's this lady who's a cleaner. She says, hey, can you come do this one house? We just did the construction clean and we just need someone to handle the windows. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Went out there cleaned it, wowed the cleaner, and she gave us all of her accounts. So she was cleaning this huge project area uh, where there was, uh, it was like 30 homes or something in this one area. And she was going to clean all of them. So that one call gave us the work that got us through that summer. Now imagine if I had quit just a week earlier, right? Uh, imagine if we had stopped, if we had moved on or I had taken on another job because I was panicked. I would have missed out on that opportunity and it would have totally changed the trajectory of my uh, business ownership. So um, staying calm helps us with a lot of different things. Those are just some of the negative effects. There's, there's many others that we can talk about, um, but we start to see that uh, over time, if we just can't keep our calm, uh, we're gonna end up hurting ourselves. Now, again, it's, it's much <laughs> easier to say, keep your calm than it is to actually do it. So we're gonna talk now about some things that you can do to help you stay calm when all of your instincts say it's time to panic, okay? So one thing that we can do is first uh, accept and acknowledge your stress. Sometimes when our body goes through anxiety and, and stress, it's sending a bunch of messages to our brain. And usually those messages are like, mayday, mayday, it's an emergency, you need to act now, right? And, and realistically, that may not be your situation, but that's how your body's interpreting the signals that your brain is sending it. So if you can just take the time to sit down, acknowledge, hey, I'm facing a difficult situation or situations. This is causing me stress. Now, how can I deal with it? Just acknowledging the stress that there is stress in your life oftentimes puts it in its place. 
And we recognize that it is just a natural symptom of a difficult situation, which as business owners, we're going to face difficult situations. So just by acknowledging it and maybe self-talking a little bit about it, we can kind of help lower the stress levels that we're facing and help us to kind of have a more of a focused view on what we need to do. Number two, you can network and, and talk with other peers in your industry. That's exactly why ITF was set up. We are a networking group, essentially. We're here so that you can share your problems, things that you're struggling with, and you're going to talk to dozens of other entrepreneurs, business owners, window cleaners who probably have gone through what you've gone multiple times over. So you're going to be able to get their insights. You're going to be able to get tips or, or things that they did, strategies that you might try to help you out of your situation. But you know what? Most of all, you're going to see proof that people are able to make it through what you're going through. You, they, they're on the other side of where you're at, right? So that means that you can get to that other side. So networking, talking with other people who have experienced and gone through what you're going through is really going to help to, to lower those levels of stress and help you to calmly deal with your situation, knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Even if you can't see it right now, um, there is ways to get out of your, your predicament and, you're got, and you've got the right people there. Now, even if you're you're not necessarily an ITF, maybe you're, you're a visitor who just likes to watch the podcast. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's other Facebook groups that are out there, um, but you can even network within your own community. You know, there may be friendly competitors that you can talk with, but there's other business owners that you can talk with. Maybe you know uh, some who have their own business, you know, ask them if you can go take them out to dinner and just have a talk, you know, just drop some stuff on them and, you know, bend their ear a little bit and see what they have to say. They may be able to offer you some advice. The point is, is networking allows you to, to know you're not alone and that you're not in a hopeless situation. Other people have faced what you've, what you've gone through and they've come out the other side. So it's a powerful way to help us to calm down and to be able to deal and manage with the unexpected situation that you might be facing. Now, number three, uh, this, see, this is the next important thing to do is to make a plan. Right. So this after you've networked, maybe you've talked with a bunch of people, other window cleaners who have faced what you have, get a plan down, get a strategy. And you, it's good to write it down on a piece of paper so you can see it right in front of you. Having a plan keeps you focused on something. You know, a lot of window cleaners have ADHD or even if they're not diagnosed as ADHD, we have ADHD tendencies. Right. And that's kind of why window cleaning suits us. It's you know, several different jobs throughout the day. We have control over our schedule. We can kind of do what we want. And it allows us to work within our own limitations or or sometimes our own strengths. ADHD can be a strength for, for many business owners. Um, but what, what happens is that when we face a situation, our brain is spinning with all the different things that one, we have to do, or two, that we have to face, or three, what might happen. And sometimes all of those thoughts kind of swirling around can be very debilitating. They can kind of may cause us to freeze and not necessarily know what we should do. So writing down a plan, getting a strategy in writing there in front of you to look gives you a focus. And when you start feeling yourself going off course, all you got to do is look at that chart or look at that paper and it gets you right back focused on what you need to do and what your next steps are, right? So again, talking with people who have been there, they can help you with that. They can help you with that strategy. 
help you know what you need to do, what kind of reorganization you might need or, or diff- change up in your uh, advertising, whatever it may be, um, get it written down, have that plan, get focused. Number four, break down your goals into small steps. So another thing that can cause us to, to lose our, our sense of calm is feeling overwhelmed. You know, let's say we have that plan now. We sat down with someone. We've got, we know where we need to be, but the thought of getting there is just so overwhelming. So this is where it's important to break down that plan into smaller increments. You may even have dates attached to those, you know. You may break them small enough where you can have a goal for each single day of the week as you're going to meet those. Today, we're going to deal with this. Today, we're going to deal with this. Today, we're going to make these calls. Today, we're going to call this advertiser or whatever it may be. Um, But by breaking it into smaller steps and writing those steps down again on paper helps to keep your focus, helps so that you're not trying to tackle the entire plan in one single day, but just this one small aspect of the plan. That's manageable. That's doable. And you can still deal with with your strategy and yet still run your business at the same time and and help your family and even do whatever else you need to do. Uh, All of that is super important in order to stay uh, focused on that goal is knowing that it's an it's a goal that is accomplishable. In fact, it's many little goals that will get you to the end of that plan. So breaking it breaking it down into small steps that's a very powerful way to to keep your calm. Number five, trust yourself. Look, you're you're a business owner. You know, if you've been in business four, five, six years, however uh, long it may be, you got there for a reason. This is just a setback. You haven't changed right? You still have those same qualities that got you where you are today. So if you, uh, you know, offer a good product, quality product, if you've got good customer service, uh, then all you're missing is just a few other things here and there to kind of get you back on course. You're you're just a good couple phone calls away from getting back on course. Uh, so, so don't lose the trust in yourself just because you're having a difficult time. All business owners go through difficult times. Entrepreneurs, people who make a living out of starting and, and selling businesses, that's just what they do. They fail, all of them. All of them have some, some business venture that just doesn't work out. They're never rattled by that because they understand that's just part of the process. So you don't be rattled by it. There's a reason you're where you're at. You've got the qualities to make it. You just need to buckle down, calm down, make sure that you have the direction you need and just do what you need to do. Okay. Trust yourself. You have value. There's a, there's a reason why you are who you are. Trust it. You're going to get there. You're going to make it to the other side. Number six, um, make time for self-care. This is probably the one that I think is the hardest for us window cleaners, especially if you're a single owner operator and you're working like six days a week, seven days a week sometimes. Um, you're just used to being a workhorse. And it's just who you are. And that's how you provide for your family. That's how you take care of the things that need to be taken care of. That's how you you earn the trust of your your customers. Well, that's all well and good. But you are a product, right, of, of your company. And so if you're not taking care of yourself, that quality can go down, right? You you start having injuries. Um, if you start feeling overly stressed. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of different things that can happen where the quality of your work and your, your the customer service that you offer can go down because you are too stressed. So make time for self-care. Uh, have a hobby, right? It can be a lot of different things. Uh, for some people, they like 
uh, gardening, painting, reading, playing music, um, a lot of different things like that. For others, it's like physical, right? Uh, like running. I, I, I mentioned this on, on the Flowcast before. I'm a runner. I enjoy running, right? But there's cycling, there's playing basketball, there's uh, um, swimming. I mean, there's a lot of different physical things you can do uh, that you can kind of just give to yourself. But here, here's the point. Whatever you decide to do, it, you, you have to be giving yourself time with just your mind, right? You have to be able to kind of go to another place. So just as an example for me, um, listen, I'm not the best runner in the world. I'm pretty slow. I'm not winning any races anytime soon. Um, but that's not what I'm doing it for. When I go, there's just something about exerting yourself physically while you're trying to solve problems mentally. And it's that combination of doing something else while you're thinking that just helps you to have a clarity. I just, I can't even describe. Um, I remember one time we were, I was having this really big issue and my wife and I were trying to work it out. And I just said, I have to go for a run. And she's like, what? Like, I have to go for a run. She's like, you're going to go run right now. I said, yes, I need to go run. And I did. And I ran four miles and I came back and it was hot because <laughs> I live in Arizona. So it was like 110 degrees out. Um, I came back and I said, I got it. I figured it out and I laid out the plan and, and sure enough, that's what we did and it worked out. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain or why I'm sure there's some scientific reason. Um, but if you can just do something you enjoy and have used that time to to think about, meditate on your, your problems or, or things that you have to go, go through and figure out, that will help you to kind of come to terms with what your situation is and, and may even help you find the solution to that situation. But the point is, is that you are taking time out for yourself. You are the most valuable tool or piece of equipment, if you want to think of it that way, that your company has. So if you don't take care of it, you know, here I see window cleaners taking care of their water-fed poles more so than they're taking care of themselves. You got to. What also falls into line with that is taking care of yourself physically. So making sure you, you are seeing the doctor, right? If you're having issues just because you're busy, you can't put aside your doctor's appointments. If you have an illness or you have something that is chronic, you need to make sure you're taking care of that. If you're supposed to be taking high blood pressure medicine or you're supposed to be using a CPAP because you have sleep apnea, whatever it may be, take care of yourself. You know, uh, you, you're, you can only function as well as your health is. So if you're not taking care of your health, it is absolutely going to be hard for you to remain calm to make the business decision that you need to, that's in the best interest of you, your business, and also your family, right? All right, well, those are just a few things for you to think about. Um, I know there's a lot of other things that we can talk about on the topic, but I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, please, if you have any suggestions that work for you, drop them in the comments, leave them in the ITF uh, group when we post this. Um, but I hope that some of this can help you. Please also feel free to DM me if you want to talk to me personally about anything because I've gone through a lot. And, and I know what it's like to be stressed and wonder how to how to come out the other end. Um, but uh, Lomis, I want to thank you all so much. You guys have helped me personally. You guys have helped other people in the group. And it's that giving attitude is what makes ITF what it is. So thanks so much. You guys have a great week. And as always, blow on.